0: So what will the impact of the increasing number of COVID cases be on college and pro football? And will the next two games against the Rams and the Chiefs determine the Bucks' fate? Good Jameis or bad Jameis? Who will the Saints get from Jameis Winston? And did we miss something about the Antonio Brown incident that may have sparked the whole thing? We'll ask Tom Jones, my former radio partner and longtime columnist of the Tampa Bay Times, now with the Pointer Institute of Media Studies on this edition. Of Sports Day Tampa Bay, I'm Rick Stroud of the Tampa Bay Times along with producer Steve Versnick. Hey, folks, you know who's got the best party planners for your catering needs in Tampa Bay? Well, that's Mr. Empanada. What the heck's an empanada? Well, you take your favorite foods, you place them inside a pocket of homemade dough that is cooked perfectly until it's golden brown and piping hot. Their empanadas are a fresh twist on some old favorites, and you can order delicious menu items made from scratch, including soups, salads, and Cuban sandwiches online and com, or call any one of their seven convenient locations in Tampa Bay where Latin food quality and service meet. It's Mr. Empanada. Before we get to Tom, uh, some, some news, of course, on uh, Wednesday that the Los Angeles Rams, the Bucks next opponent for Monday night football, uh, had to shut it down for a day. They've had, uh, some COVID tests and, uh, basically they started, uh, on, uh, Wednesday held their meetings virtually, um, sort of close the facility and uh, they'll get back to work uh, barring, you know, uh, a bunch of positive tests, but um, certainly something to to keep an eye on as, you know, the COVID cases are going up, not just around the country, but also uh, more incidents in the NFL. I saw where John Gruden's the whole defense, I think uh, could potentially uh, miss their game against the Kansas city chiefs. So uh, the Raiders have had just a ton of issues this year. Um, good and bad. I mean, they've had some fines and things like that as well, but, um, you know it, this thing is um like society it's going to it's going to leave a mark on you know on on all sports on football uh which is going on for sure and then USF's game has been postponed with Navy all right tom jones joins us now and uh tommy i guess we're a week away from thanksgiving but uh it is sort of the holiday season now are, i i just we we got in a conversation with chris Torello the other day who has decorated his entire place like it's you know Disney or something, but, um, are you, are you, uh, are you, are you a holiday guy? Are you, you know, do you have a favorite? Is it Thanksgiving? Is it Christmas? Is is this, in other words, we're in a period now where people can't really get together in groups or so they say, not more than 10. I know you got a couple of sons. Um, you typically go somewhere for Thanksgiving, don't you?
1: Yeah, we usually go to my uh, my sister in laws or my nephew's house, who's a great cook, and he, yeah. they they do it all up. And yeah, I'm a big holiday guy. Yeah, um, it's thank- thanksgiving is usually my favorite because my birthday sometimes falls on thanksgiving day this year it's the saturday after thanksgiving okay so everybody
0: it's a saturday after thanksgiving those of you still have time to get gifts
1: that's right november 28th
0: to tom jones
1: but uh and so yeah i'm usually into it from all the way from starting thanksgiving all the way to christmas and look i get it this year people want to start early i'm in my car the other day flipping around i think 100.7 or whatever is already playing uh music uh christmas music yes i'm cool with it people need to get some normalcy you know COVID's throwing everything out of whack yeah i mean we had the masters the other day a tropical
0: storm in november thanksgiving it's crazy it's you know the world gone mad 2021 let's get it over with if we can speed up the holidays then we're before in fact i think i recommended this that we begin you know how they used to have those dick clark and now it's uh who is it Uh, ryan Seacrest. Mm-hmm. And and they do the whole like New York, you know, Times Square thing. Yep, they should be there now. They should be there now, counting down. I know it's kind of a long countdown this time, but <laughs> you know, <laughs> look at all the beautiful people in Times Square. They're starting to assemble now. Only twenty seven days before, you know, like whatever. I know, it just is. to get this year over with. Yeah. Yes, just to begin, just so we can get to twenty twenty one. I don't think. I don't think the world would be more grateful to see a different year. Right. Just For the sure. hope of a new year. than than to see 2020 go away. And
1: you I, know. yeah. And we like, we have deaths every year, you know, like, sure. like big, you know, there's, you know, you watch the Oscars and they have in memoriam or
0: whatever. Yeah. Sports, all that,
1: you know, all that stuff. But it seems like 2020 is not even just COVID related, but just in general. I mean, you know, Alex Trebek, yeah. Tom Seaver, Lou Brock. I mean, just, I mean, just a, It just seems more than normal, but I'm sure it's not. But this year, you asked me about the holidays. Like, I think I'm pretty much, uh, I'm not, we're not, that's not, we're not going to observe it. We have no Thanksgiving plan. I think it's just my wife and I. I We're going to make a turkey sandwich. Like, (laughs) we're not, we we actually talked about not having a tree just because the kids aren't here.
0: Oh, Um, no, don't do that. Now, well, see, or
1: not, or not like like my wife goes all out, a huge oh, tree. Oh, well, okay, yeah. yeah so okay. we might get like a Charlie Brown tree, you know, it's kind of a, <laughs> you know one of those, and just put it in a corner and co- and hang a couple of bulbs off of it instead of the you whole
0: blockhead.
1: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and we're not, but it just feels like this year is a. um No, we're not doing a. big. about you? Know you guys. Got people?
0: Some people are going the other way. Like some people are going all out. Like like we need a little Christmas right yeah. this very moment, and, and that's and fine. I get that as long nutso. as you don't have
1: people over your house, like well, these people are talking about having thirty, forty people at their house. Like, what's wrong with you? I,
0: I don't get it. I don't get. Well, it. Well, you can't stop family. I mean, family. They have. I understand you know, I that you. People have been apart for all this time, and they and they. You know, it's a holiday, and they they want to feel some normalcy. But it is a dangerous time. I I heard where United, um, it was adding fourteen hundred flights Jeez. around Thanksgiving, That's and great. they say it's going to be the busiest time since before the pandemic this thanksgiving in which is insane all, to me all these numbers and then yeah.
1: the, and then the, your the next busiest time will be about three weeks after when they all the people are flying for the funerals that they need to go to i i don't get like look i'm i'm not i'm not asking anybody to do anything i'm not doing like i just don't think right. I, you know you want to gather with 30 year Family members, whatever, that's your business, I guess. So
0: but. you would actually like to to have some normalcy. You're not just I would love
1: these, it. Sure I would yeah. love it. I'd love to have normalcy. You like
0: people I'm, and you'd like to be around relatives yeah. and things like that? I love
1: that. I love Thanksgiving. It's and you mm-hmm. like like I said, usually there's birthday cake involved. I love it. But well, not this you, year. Yeah. Not this year, no. I'm not doing it this year. We're just I'm we're pretty much it's just a and don't you think Rick, now you've been following sports here a little bit. through all this. Isn't it weird? Like I don't know like the other day, I was thinking, like, there should be a hockey game on tonight. Yeah, the it's bad. It's It's a
0: bad time. Like we had everything, and then we have football. And I love football. Um, I mean, it's been good to me. I've been covering it for a long time. Um, but the end of the day, like, have you noticed? Like, they played the Masters in November.
1: That's what I'm saying. They had and the nobody, Masters, NBA draft. Or, nobody like, watched.
0: The, nobody watched the Masters.
1: I don't think it's not like they didn't know it was on. It's just this crazy. We it's should just be
0: every schedule's out of whack, right? It I is. Mean, right. There should be we, hockey games right now. Um, college basketball should be almost a month into their season. We should right? be
1: coming up on like the Michigan Ohio State game, and the, yeah, you know the end of the college. football. It feels like college football just started. It did. Well, it, I know, it did. But. In,
0: in in the case of the Pac-12 and the Big Ten, it did just start.
1: Yeah. So it's just I don't I don't even know and it's and it's I think being in Florida too is weird because it's so hot it's been so hot here. Yeah. And again, like I said, we had a tropical storm just a week ago or whatever it was. A
0: hurricane or almost yeah. yeah.
1: And it's and it just seems like everything's just so out of whack that I you don't know you remember you we sort of lost you sort of lose track of like what day of the week it is. Yeah. Now you're like losing, losing track of, track what, of what month, what it, month it, is. it is. Yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah because is, it's the time has frozen on uh, on March thirteenth. Yeah. Or eleventh, or eleventh. I guess it was March eleventh. Do you remember
1: the me? last thing you did before COVID? Like the last big thing you went out to?
0: Yeah, because we shouldn't have gone. Um,
1: Same here. I'll tell mine after years. It was
0: yeah. uh, my wife's birthday is uh, March eleventh. For those of you keeping track, and she, um, they—that's when they—they they announced that there were cases, and and it would probably be a good idea, you know, not not to do certain things, and. Two days later, though, we had reservations at uh, this this new restaurant over near Amateur Works or whatever. This Italian place, is fantastic. And she looked at me and she says, "We're going." And I would, but but what about Doctor Fat? We're going. And we had uh, we had like the whole neighborhood was planning on going. When I say the whole neighborhood, is our friends, it was, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, four other couples. But um, and we went, and I was uncomfortable. And this was like it's laughable now, right? You thinking. <laughs> I mean, cases were there on March 11th? Right, I know. Right, compared to <laughs> compared to now, like we're like, ah, no big deal. Let's just go. Um, but that's the fatigue, right? And and back then it was it was very nervy. That's that's the last thing because two days before that, I think they canceled the NCAA tournaments. Remember the one uh, NBA player got COVID? I think yeah. that was uh, around that time. Yeah, and then, Colbert, then, then it, right? the, it was then March 11th. It was March yeah, 11th. March, March, March 11th. 11th. March 12th like, what, what, is when everything
1: else shut down. Right.
0: Yes. Yes, and March 13th is when I went to dinner. Mm. (laughs) So, yeah, those three days in March uh, will loom large for me forever. And that's, you know, other than I've been you know, trying to maintain some normalcy, going to practice, doing Zooms, not normal, and getting on airplanes and flying around the country watching this team play in empty arenas mostly. Right, right. Which is, I'm telling you, never been a year like this, hopefully never will be, and it's small – potatoes compared to what the rest of, of sure, everybody is putting no. up with i'm happy to be employed and you know watching football for a living but um it is truly different and and i'm telling you it's not getting better i mean in terms of um and i don't want to make this all doom and gloom we started with the holidays but like you know college football games are being canceled like crazy i just don't you know, know why we're just... playing
1: I, I'm, I'm you know you know me you texted me the other day yeah on saturday you're at the airport I think, heading to Charlotte to cover right. the Bucks game. And you you made you made a crack about James Franklin. Like, you know, <laughs> Penn State was blasted by Nebraska. America. Yeah. And uh, and you're saying, fire James Franklin. I, and I truly didn't even know what was going on. I'm like, no, I'm boycotting <laughs> college football. And you're like. You said that, yeah. You said, are you serious? Yeah, really? And I'm like, eh, not. Like, I wasn't totally like I said. I refused to watch. But I'm. I kind of am not. I feel bad when I do turn it on and watch it for a few minutes because it just feels like, what are we doing? What are, there's more games canceled this week. USF canceled their game. USF Navy, yeah, postponed it or however you want to say it. They must
0: have had three already, right? At least I, I don't my even alma know. But had I, it three just feels
1: like, what are we doing? I, I don't. I, I don't. I'm amazed that we're even getting through this season. I'm actually impressed that the NFL has pulled off as much as they've been able to.
0: Well, pull it off. I am too, except that they, you know the colleges don't have the benefit of what the NFL has where they directly pay their players. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) And so, um, and and the thing is, is that, you know, there's so many guys that want to be in the NFL that even for them, they're like, yeah, okay, this is going to really inconvenience me, but you know what? I like my $350,000 check on Monday, you know, Mm -hmm. or whatever they make. And so, and it varies, of course, not everybody makes that. Some of them make more, but the whole point is, you know, you can control them to the, to any extent they're not in a bubble, but, but there's a lot of people that will jump in there and take their place. And if you're in the NFL, what wouldn't you do for six months to stay in the NFL? Right. Right. So the incentive and, and plus they can afford the testing. Like you can't believe like I'm tested every day, every day just to be in what's called tier two media. So I can go inside when they go inside um, and see who's practicing. And when they're outside, it doesn't matter, but um, been doing this for seven. Now I'm doing it for seven days a week, Tom. Yeah, and you know, drive there and and um, I mean, it's incredible. I've had more swabs up my nose. Fill in the blank, but like it, it just. But they can control that, you know. They have some control, and even then, even then, those guys go home. People are coming back with COVID. They've had plenty of cases. I mean, I heard, I saw where Gruden's entire defense now, is quarantined, and and now the NFL has gone to you know, what they call their intensive, um, protocols, COVID protocols, which is, um, you know, like there's an outbreak or something, what you would do and everyone has to wear a mask and, you know, even at practice and things like this, they have to have virtual meetings. They can't, uh, you know, if they meet and, and it's in person, it has to be outside some way, um, or in a large arena or whatever. So, you know, it's, uh, it's really difficult I mean, it's, I, but, but they can, they are a little bit more in control and yet you can see what they're afraid of um, because they see the cases rising all over the country. And in college football, I just don't, I don't know how they're going to get through their, their main goal is can. just play the season, just play the season, play a national championship game, crowned champion be done.
1: Yeah. I, I think they're going to have a hard time pulling it off. And can you imagine, and if this happens in the NFL, like Clemson, you know, Clemson had to play a big game without their. Without their starting quarterback,
0: yeah, although uh, he was there in the best sideline, best player in college football, yeah.
1: and then can you imagine? Oh, you know, I mean, the, I think the NFL's worst nightmare at this point.
0: Mm-hmm. Well,
1: their worst nightmares, people, somebody dies. But uh, as far as like trying to complete this season, where you get to a semifinal, a you know, conference championship game, you know, yeah, and Pat Mahomes, Patrick Mahomes can't play,
0: yeah, you know, yeah,
1: or uh, Ben Roethlisberger can't play, yeah, that's that's the worst case scenario, you know, short of somebody, you know, obviously a. Somebody dying.
0: I mean, that is bad. Although I, the way the NFL is going and their attitude is sort of, yeah, well, that's just the way the kind of year was. Deal with it. Like, yeah, oh well. no, I get it. You know, you should have should have hired a better backup quarterback. You know, <laughs> yeah. I mean, they don't because they don't. You know, there's nothing they can control about that. Right. So I just, just
1: think the uh, NFL too, though they the players. I think it's easier to to sort of fall along with the protocols than co- college players. I think college players are still. I mean you would think, or hoping that they're still going to some sort of class, even if it's virtual. But I I would think that they're probably mingling with more people than NFL players. players. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Yeah, which is why we're having some of these problems. And also, too, I mean, you're just dealing with so many more people. Hundreds, you know, a college football roster has 100 players on it. Right, right. It's just, I don't know. And like I said, the thing I've always felt bad is that the players really, I don't think, have a choice. Pro players are getting paid to do it. You know, and college players aren't not really. So I, I feel I feel like they're they're backed into a corner where they have to play, and I feel bad about it. I I just don't feel right watching it. It just feels weird to watch it for me.
0: Yeah, it's hard to watch, um, but it's going to continue on, and and we are going to watch if they play, and we'll see who's still standing at the end of the year. Um, in the NFL, there's a couple teams standing, and I think Thanksgiving is sort of that time, as Tom Brady says, the season begins. At Thanksgiving, all the games count the same, but uh, you kind of find out what your circumstance is. And where the Bucs sit right now is that they've got games on Monday night against the Rams this Monday, and then they play Kansas City. Tom, those two games are going to tell us whether this team still has a chance at a division title, or are they merely a wild card, or maybe not even, you know? Like, this is their season these next two weeks. Yeah,
1: yeah, it is. And, I, you know, the the Rams – you never know what you're going to get with the Rams when I watch them. Anyway, it seems like there are some days where I look at the Rams, and I'm like, that team can win a Super Bowl. They've been good and lately. Then, and then there's other teams I watch and I'm like, eh, they, nah, they're, they're, not, they're not dangerous at all. Um, but they, look, the thing is they're going to play two quarterbacks now, You know, with Goff and Mahomes in these next couple of games. I think Kansas City's the best team in football. I still sure. think they're the best team in football. Sure, I do too. And look, the Bucks too. they still got two games against the Falcons. Which aren't yeah. going to be easy games. And one
0: against Detroit, yeah.
1: One against Detroit, you never know what you get from Detroit. I mean, they're in every game; they'll mm-hmm. find a way to screw it up at some point. I think <laughs> Matt, Matt Patricia will find a way to mess it up. But right. um, but they have a good—that's another good quarterback who can still play. So,
0: but if uh, you can take down the Rams, mm-hmm. which helps you in the NFC, yep. and you can take down the Chiefs, which gives you the status of, of a Super Bowl contender, right? Right. Then I don't think you're going to sweat the Atlanta Falcons or the Detroit Lions. You might, but anything can happen. But at that point, you put yourself at, well, they're 7-3 and three now, so it'd be 9-3, and three, right? Um, and pretty close to wrapping up at least a wild card. If not, we don't know what's going to happen with the New Orleans Saints because there's a big story, and uh, I don't know if you've read it, Tom. Jeez. But uh, Drew Brees went out there with a broken rib and came back with five broken ribs and a punctured lung. Ouch! That's Ouch, man,
1: uh, and look, well, can that, that hold. Are we, we going to do this now? Are we going to get into this now. Are we gonna, we're going well, to talk about we, the. New we World can Saints? wait. We can wait. Okay, it's. A, we'll wait. I'll look at the Bucs. I don't see them winning both of these games. I think you they'll don't. lose one. I think they'll lose. Which one? They'll lose to the, Chiefs. They'll, lose the, to the Chiefs. Chiefs. they'll okay, beat the Rams. Guess. Lose to the Chiefs.
0: As bad yeah. as they have played on on Monday night, Sunday night, and Thursday night, you think they're not going to lay the proverbial egg this time?
1: No, no. I think they'll be ready, and I think they'll beat the Rams, and I think mm-hmm. they can. Um, but the but the Chiefs it's a that's a that's a team that like i said i think they're the best team in football i think you can automatically i don't care how good your defense is they're going to score points on you now here's the thing chiefs got to go out to the west coast right to play so they, they have gotta a little play bit of, the raiders. they got to play the raiders still right they have to the play the raiders, raiders what did you think about defenses, that by the way the the raiders taking a victory lap around arrowhead in a bus did you hear about this after they won the game earlier this year they they went on a bus ride around the Arrowhead Stadium. It was a victory lap.
0: I'll tell you what, man. <laughs> this is a Gruden positional system. The GPS, all right? We got lost. I had to call the GPS. Turn right. You went too far. Recalibrating. Let's back this up. I had a bus driver. Didn't know where he was going, okay? That's, that's all I got to say about that, all right?
1: That's a, basically what he said too. He's like, ah, "Yeah, next next question." Other this next is not this questions. a non-story. I thought a it was non-story. hilarious. That's
0: was great. You know Andy they're not the only oh, team to do that. Do you know who else does that? Who? It won't surprise you. Name the most Gruden-like coach that would be, you know, Let me think of that it. mindset that, that would do the same thing, because he has done it, I, and he do, didn't I, do it the other night. I think Sean Payton. Oh, okay, yeah, okay. Sean Payton takes takes victory laps around <laughs> the stadium. <laughs> yes. See, I I think it's funny when Gruden
1: does it. When Peyton does it, I think he's being a he's being a jerk (laughs) because I don't like Sean Payton.
0: Yeah, I know, but it was. uh,
1: Who likes Sean Payton? Nobody. First of all, first of all, if I'm on
0: that bus, I'm going. Really, really? Can we just get to the plane and get to the airport and get home? Can we go home? (laughs) I just laid it on the line for three and a half hours, and you want to ride around Martin Luther King Drive to Tom McEwen Boulevard? What are we doing? Yeah.
1: What are we doing? There's food on the plane. Let's go. Yeah,
0: you know. There's home after you land the plane. Let's <laughs> there's, go.
1: There's home on the plane. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Right. I mean, I, I mean, especially if you've got a long flight, but even a short one. Like some of these guys, I hate to tell you, you got a one o'clock game. They're going out when they get back. Sure, they are. That's The way it goes, well, the going so. out
1: starts on the plane. Exactly. Um, Sometimes. But it I, does. look, I, yeah, I don't think the Bucks win that game. I think they lose. I think they lose to the Chiefs. I think they split these two games. So it'll be what eight and four at that point. Still in
0: a good shape for a wild card, depending on what happens with Jameis Winston, who we'll get into in a minute. They're um, not. I mean, I,
1: even if they lose both of these games, they're not. They wouldn't be in danger of who else. So who else is gonna? You don't have to worry about anybody in the, in the NFC East being a wild card at this
0: point. No, but you got three teams in the West that are all tied at like six and three. That's I true. Know. So yeah. I think there's going to be at and, least one wild card come from the West. Um, and you know, I I I don't think you can you can count on you know. I mean, I would think it would be Green Bay. I don't know if Chicago's going to make it to a postseason. They don't, they're don't; they not playing that way.
1: Oh, my gosh. How bad is that offense? But but
0: here's the, the thing. You've teams. lost to Chicago. If you finish with the same record, guess who gets the wild card? I'm not sure uh, Chicago it,
1: scores another offensive touchdown this year. So I, 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 don't I, get you, it, I get it. I
0: know. They're, like, trending the wrong way. I get all of that. I'm just saying from right. a record standpoint. And then um, if you lose to the Rams and they don't win the division, guess what? Yeah. And the Vikings are to starting to come on. on. Yeah. So, all your tiebreakers start to go away. Right. Um, so, that's why the Rams game is so important. If, if you're going to pick one of these to lose, you'd want to lose, if you're the Bucks to the Kansas City Chiefs because they're an AFC team. Right. Um, you know, but, uh, yeah, it's, uh, I mean, I think, you know, and Brady has been, along with his team, sort of up and down of late, you know, I mean, they don't, they didn't beat the Saints. I mean, the other games, they, you know, they beat the Giants, it wasn't a great game, they you know, I don't know how they lost to Chicago still, but they still only have three losses. But there have been some that have been better than others. So, I don't know. I don't know if he's gonna if he's gonna get it done or not. It still seems like there's some disconnect between him and what what he wants to do versus what Jameis Winston wants to do. Right. You know. Jameis. Yeah, let's go there. <laughs> um, we talked last. We talked. About a, last time we spoke, we were, we were discussing Jameis because he was doing the E and the W's thing, and you said that, hey, you didn't have much to do with the game. You probably shouldn't have done that, and we went into that whole discussion. I think I called him one of the more self-unaware players I'd cover, but here's the thing. Um, they got a really good football team, best in the NFC South, trying to win their fourth straight championship. Drew Brees goes down, and he goes down hard, and it's look it looks like he's out a minimum of two weeks, Maybe longer, and it's true they play the Atlanta Falcons, then the Denver Broncos, then the Falcons again. Although, have you checked out the Falcons? They're three and one since Raheem Morris took over, and should be four and Mm zero. So there's no gimmies, and they always play New Orleans tough, always have. So, Mm -hmm. what do you think will happen with Jameis Winston? First of all, finish. I mean, is this he could not have scripted. Any better opportunity for himself? Exactly
1: than this what he wants. Exactly the way it would have played out in his head.
0: Right. Right. Exactly. I mean, you don't wish ill will, but no. If if something happens to Drew Brees, and we have we have a good team, I'm going to be this year's Teddy Bridgewater. I'm exactly. going to be the guy that comes in, and if I go three or four and oh or five and O, oh, then either the Saints, if Brees retires, or another team is going to give me seventy million dollars for three years. You know, like this is. This is his best chance. Tom, if he doesn't do well, what happens to him? And if he does well, I mean, is it that far-fetched to think if Bree stays out that we get confetti falls on Jameis Winston's head at Raymond James Stadium?
1: I don't think it happens, and I'll tell you why it doesn't happen. And I, this is – I may be totally wrong, and you can save the tape, and I can show up on cold takes or whatever here in, in another month. The, you, you hit it right on the head, Rick. This is everything that he wanted to have happen. Not wanted to have happen, but in his mind, I'm going to sign with New Orleans. I'll back up Drew Brees. I'll absorb everything this professional quarterback can teach Sean me. Sean Payton. Sean right. Payton, head coach, knows what he's doing. And if I get my chance to get in there, then I, you're right. I can be the next Teddy Bridgewater, can write my ticket, and get the big contract that I couldn't get back in Tampa Bay. But here's the thing, Rick. In order for that to all work out, he has to go in and play really well. To to me, playing really well, if I'm looking at it from an organizational standpoint, is just don't screw up, don't lose the game. Right, kind of what he
0: did in relief the other day. He came in, he managed the game. They had a ten point lead. They ended up with a seventeen point lead.
1: Right. I don't think he's capable of doing that. I think he's going to go in. I think he's going to go into these games saying, "This is my chance." I got to do it. I got to make it happen. I got to be the I'm going to I'm going to make all my dreams come true. And that doesn't mean throwing a ball away. It Doesn't mean taking sacks. Uh, okay, it means okay, throwing a ball Shirley. like he throwing around like he always throws <laughs> where, around. You know? Where, where why should come? we why is he going to change now when he's played his whole career like this and now he feels like I'm on a two or three week audition. Now I think it's going to be longer. I think I think Bree's going to be out for a while. Yeah. But He's going to look at it and say, Look, I got two weeks to show myself. If he were a baseball player, Rick, it would be this mentality. I'm not going up the plate to look for walks. I'm going to swing for the fences. And that's what gets Jameis in trouble. I fully expect Jameis to start throwing interceptions all over the place again. Really? Yeah. I just, because I think that's his mentality. Like, I got to take care But that was his mentality.
0: Let let me just, and I'll play play devil's advocate here because I know what you're saying. And and would that shock me? No, that's what we're all kind of expecting at some point right but by the same token that's what got him out of tampa bay that's what got him a one million dollar contract that very same mentality is why he's not starting in the league he led the league in passing yards a year ago he also led them in interceptions with 30 but here's the thing he went there saying as you recall you know the harvard quarterback school or whatever Teach me how. Teach me how not to do what I do that's so bad. Because I got all this ability, I just need to know how to play the position without turning it over. And don't you think that, first of all, Sean Payton is going to give him the opportunity to turn it well, over? Well, there you many go. Times. That
1: that now that's the X factor right there in terms of, of my, of what I think might because happen. Because
0: Taysom Hill will be behind center Ta- exactly. more I, than be- more than james But but to your point, I mean, I, I think he'll here's and it may come to him to, and this may be a mistake too. Jameis may try to be the caretaker quarterback. He may try to be the guy that manages the game, but I'm with you. He's not a game manager. I think that will be more of a struggle for him than if he just goes ah, the hell with it. I'm going to go out and rip it and grip it. And maybe for three weeks, we've seen him go three weeks and be terrific.
1: And that could possibly happen here. He could, he could have the mentality that I think he's going to have, and it could still work out because he's that talented. I'm not saying he's not talented, but we that could team also is see
0: talented too, though. That's the thing. He's got a better football team than the Bucks. That's he's got true. a better play caller. Mm-hmm. No offense. He's done it for years. He's got. I, I wouldn't take their receivers necessarily, but Emmanuel Sanders and Michael Thomas are pretty good. He's got a tight end. His offensive line is probably better, and he's got Alvin Kamara, who yeah, who he didn't have in Tampa Bay. He right. did not have that that player. Right. Yeah. Not that he's good throwing a checkdown, but he still has a, a dynamic running back. So all those things, plus a really good defense, like a defense that's playing better than each and, each and every week, I just think that, that everything is aligned for him. Everything a quarterback needs is there, and he sat behind Breeze and watched him do it. Don't you think some of that rubs off on you or no?
1: Well, I think the thing that would scare me if I was him is if Sean Payton said, like, look, you start throwing interceptions, you're not playing. But, I mean, didn't Dirk tell him that? Or uh, maybe, maybe that threat wasn't there. Maybe he never that. Jimbo felt- Fisher
0: told him that. What are, you t- <laughs> what are you talking about?
1: I mean, but maybe there was never that truly that fear here. I mean, yeah, he lost his job to Fitzpatrick for a couple of well, reasons. Well, Dirk really Cutter doesn't.
0: knew one thing, that if Jameis Winston wasn't quarterbacking, he wasn't going to be the coach. Right. I mean, that's what Dirk Cutter knew. Right. Because and even Dirk Bruce Cutter Arians had to job. stick
1: with him, even as he was throwing 30 interceptions. Bruce
0: had to give him at least one year, one full year. Because they brought him in to be the quarterback whisperer, and he wound up not whispering. Now,
1: much, maybe but. you know, Sean Sean Payton can tell him, like, "Look, I got another guy here. We got Taysom Hill, who I'll put in there in a blink of an eye if you yeah. start throwing the ball to the other team, and maybe that'll finally get through." But I, I feel like we like like he's he's had coaches in his ears for seven years now, eight years, going all the way back to Florida State, saying, "Stop doing that," and he can't help it. It's like it's like telling a kid, like, "Don't stick your fork in the outlet," and the kids. Picks up, okay, okay, and he picks Did up you? the fork and he starts running towards the out. Like, what are you doing? yeah But it's fun. <laughs> I, th- I think that I think that he's going to still throw interceptions, but I don't know, maybe... But you're right, Rick. You, I think you hit on something. He can be really good for three weeks. He may have that mentality, like I said, that, that he always has, and get mm. away with it for three weeks.
0: Right. Uh, and, and if that, he does, then he's made himself a ton of money, and then people will be saying, don't play Drew Brees, keep playing Jameis, <laughs> and then something bad will happen. But no, look, I... I th- I know people that think the world of him as a quarterback still, and they they do think that he's going to do really really well. Here's the irony though: the Bucks, this is their biggest nightmare, right? This sure. is everything that they you know you you find out real fast. Not not that they're unhappy at seven and three with Tom Brady and what he's done, but by the same token, you know they're they're all in, and in two years or so, Tom Brady won't be here, and they don't have a quarterback in the future. But if Jameis Winston works out someplace you know the guy the guy is you know still young so he could play a long time and well he could be in, he could he could be the new orleans quarterback
1: in two that's years that's exactly in right year, two years. I mean, ne- how about next Brees year might, this could be it for Drew Brees
0: well yeah. i mean the more injuries he's had is i didn't think he was going to come back this year i really thought he was done i was at the pro bowl i saw him smelling the roses with his kids and i thought for all the world he was not going to play again and now he comes back and he's beat up even worse in some respects and you just wonder, like, how long is this guy going to go? You know, I, I just, I don't know how long he's going to do it. But Winston will be a big story. And it's funny that they got rid of Jameis Winston and the quarterback who will probably determine the Bucs' season the most will be <laughs> Jameis Winston. Because if he loses, if he loses ground at all, Tom, and the Bucks, you know, manage to get on a roll here, because I still don't think they've played their best football yet all of a sudden they could win this division if Jameis if Jameis doesn't you know if he throws one game away that's that might be just the opening they need
1: well I mean think about what the Bucks were last year with Jameis how close they came just a game or two here of having a winning record of being in the playoffs they could have gone nine and seven very easily right and that was with the team that they had here last year Mm -hmm. Uh, like you said New Orleans is a much better team than that so as long as he doesn't Throw interceptions at a you know twice a game pace like he did here, that he's probably going to have success in, with the saints, and he's probably going to do well enough to to get them get them in uh into the problem win win the, the division,
0: division. Yeah. and here's
1: the thing too. I don't think he's going to play every down I think no, they're still going to use hill yeah sure. they'll
0: still use hill, yeah, maybe more so because they don't have to worry about taking breeze out so right yeah, that'll be something um there's no doubt about that I think From it'd be James. fun
1: i, I look. As much as I think he's gonna screw it up somehow.
0: Oh, I, much watch TV. I
1: would I would love to see them play in the playoffs. I hope he does well enough to get that they that we end up seeing those two teams. Tell me that yeah, it, wouldn't be
0: Oh goodness, yes.
1: Great TV.
0: <laughs> of course the Bucks have already lost to him twice, so do they really deserve to win the NFC South if you lose to those guys twice?
1: Probably not. But I'd love Maybe, to see him play Jameis somewhere in somewhere New down Orleans, the line. here, wherever. I think it would be great if it was here,
0: you know. Right.
1: down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing.
0: Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, bet you get 30, bet you get 20, 20, 20, bet you get 20, 20 bet you get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at
1: switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full turns at mintmobile.com.
0: Yeah, well, well, we'll see how that all turns out. Um, in the meantime, there's another player that has made some headlines in his career. Not for good things, necessarily. The Bucks picked him up. He said he was a changed man. And then we come to find out that two weeks before he joined the team, he was getting in a little trouble down in South Florida his apartment complex, bashing cameras and swearing at some females and things like that. What do you make of Antonio Brown? with uh with what has come out that apparently the bucks may or may not have known i'll t- get into more of that in a minute
1: so i read your story i'd heard i'd heard it so i read your story i'm gonna have a bit of a different take here and it's not completely I, i'm still working through it okay so i read this story and let me ask you rick as you were and i'm not accusing anybody of anything i, I don't know what the conversations were and i don't pretend to know exactly what antonio brown was thinking but i'm going to i'm going to take a, well, as i read your story and as i read the account of here's what happened i couldn't help but think i think i know what he was i think i know where he was coming from i'm not defending him i'm not saying he doesn't have anger issues clearly he does i'm not saying that that, that he, he deserves the chance he has or, yeah but i mean i get the sense of and i don't and i'm not, i don't want to accuse anybody at that 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 condo or the gated community or wherever it was. But I think, I think I know what happened in terms, of, I, at least I think I know what Antonio Brown was thinking. And I think he thought it was a racial issue. And I'm not, again, defending anybody or accusing anybody, but I think it's a little easier if it was that, if that's what he was thinking, I can understand his outrage a little more. I'm not excusing it. But as I read your story, I thought, huh, do they make everybody in that complex do that?
0: Does that it, has not been brought up, and I, and I don't have the answer to it because I don't know how many African Americans live in that Maybe community. they do.
1: I don't, I'm not accusing But of...
0: it seems to me if somebody drives up in an Alfa Romero, you know, we're not talking about, I mean, yeah, racism, I get it, it exists everywhere. Frankly, the, the if I look at the names correctly, the women were Hispanic, so they weren't Caucasian women. That doesn't mean you can't be racist, I suppose, or prone to not letting... Um, you know, a minority in, into your complex. If you read the police report, however, they say that he had a he he had actually requested that kind of security where no one comes in. That to could see have been it too, unless, like, unless he personally escorts them in, because anyone be showing Brown. up saying I'm here with I'm here to talk to Antonio Brown. That could be a very just that's wave a great you point. Through. Right. So great that's point. what they were trying. You know, that's what they were trying to emphasize. If you read the police report, is that. Hey, you know this is what's on your security pack, your security request. So we so, can't yeah. change it. So somebody you have pulls to be up, here.
1: right? Somebody pulls up. Hey, I want to see get Antonio Bryan. They let him through, and then Antonio Bryan goes to them and say, "Hey, I told you, don't let anybody in unless, unless I come up I and get them." personally him. get him. yeah. So that could,
0: and that, yeah. That's that's what the HOA HOA said was in his, you know, whatever in his instructions, and. They couldn't change it at the guard gate. You'd have to go to the homeowners association. But once that all went down in the police report, at least the HOA president says to the police in real time, when it would occur, when it occurred says, I don't want to press charges because I'm afraid that he'll come back and retaliate against my employees.
1: Right. Which is that's.
0: So that sounds like somebody that wasn't afraid of him.
1: No, I mean, that's, that sounds disturbing when you, when you hear that part of it.
0: Now that's what was written down in handwriting by the cops. Now then, you know the Miami Herald reported they they went and talked to this woman and she said, "I don't know where you're getting all this. Everything's fine. We're cool." Right. Which again, that who
1: knows what the belief? I mean, maybe she she is in fear of him. Well, that's what I'm saying. That's and and so you and that's what the first thing you always say is, "Oh no, I wasn't afraid. I was you know you're sticking up for." Look, there's clearly we don't know everything that happened there, and I'm not again. I to be clear, I'm not excusing. I'm not accusing anybody of anything. I'm not excusing him, but maybe it, maybe it gives some insight into sort of the, you know, the anger. Now, Perhaps, he, you know, I, I mean, if it was a case where, you know, hey, normally people are let through and they didn't let. He this did
0: call be. one of them a racist.
1: Yeah, and
0: and so that doesn't mean that doesn't mean it's
1: so necessarily. But, I, but
0: it might have been on his mind. It might have been that this is this is why.
1: Right. So you know. I guess my whole point of this, Rick, is that instead of just coming right out and saying, You know what, this guy's got an anger problem. Get him out of here. What were the Bucks thinking bringing? I'm not down for that. I'm I I need to know more about this story. So I'm and I'm also not saying like, Oh, what are you, what are you talking about? Antonio Brown's a good guy, good guy. I believe he's he's changed. He's a new man. Like what just lay off of him. I'm not saying that either. I'm saying I, I kind of feel like I need to know more about what happened. But I'm not I'm not so quick to say Get him out of here now. The other question, which of course you've you've been looking into, I'm sure is, you know, who knew what and when did they know it? You know? Well,
0: actually, uh, if you read the Buck statement, it's deliberately, intentionally ambiguous. It says we're aware of the event that occurred before he signed with us, and what it doesn't say is, well, are you aware of that event before you signed him, or are you just aware of the event occurred before you signed him? Because let's be honest. There's a lot of things he's accused of that are much worse than bashing a security camera, right? And some of those are still unresolved in civil court, at least. And they signed him anyway. So, do we really think that, you know, the the incident described in his apartment or his housing complex is is going to be the game breaker? You know, right. is that the right. one that's, that's going to push him over the edge? I, I don't think so. It seems to me the Bucks. What they're saying in their statement is, we will never tell you what we knew or when we knew it. But we're here to tell you that he's on our football team and we're we're fine with whatever he does. It's up to him now what he does when he's here, not what he did one day before he walked in here. And that's just their attitude.
1: Well, and it's and I'm not excusing them either. It's the attitude of I think most NFL teams would have. And let's
0: face it, sure, if, the, the object is to win.
1: Our object is to win football games, and they have a chance to win right now. And 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 if the, and as long as he's producing, they'll live with a lot. They'll tolerate a lot more. You've you've said it a thousand times, Rick. That you know the the level of talent is is equal to what you're willing to put up with. You know, right? Well, and the
0: Steelers weren't able to put up with it after a while. His his talent didn't didn't warrant that. Then the Raiders his talent in war and that. And then when the reports came out about allegations of sexual assault, the Patriots got rid of him. So this is his fourth team that, that three other teams have decided his talent isn't as good. I'm here to tell you, he brings something to the, to the huddle and to the team. And we saw it against Carolina a few times. The guy's got a certain, you know, quick twitch and explosiveness and, and pedigree that they can use. Right. But I've got, I don't know. It's it's a real. Well, I mean, what
1: happens too, Rick? Is you got a team in the box again? Uh, I, like, I, I'm not I'm not so quick to say they should get rid of him. Or I, I would I was a little skeptical when they signed him, mostly right. because now let's the stuff that happened off the field I don't know, and and it's all going to be sorted out at some point. I'm, so I'm not. The, but when f- you I'm,
0: hear about the the whole speech about the Tony Robbins and I've yeah, my, yeah, my anger not. has been you know worked on it for the last eighteen months. Is that? Does that incident tell you sound like a guy that's no really of course worked not. on it? No,
1: no, of course not. It doesn't. But my whole thing with is is when you, you're looking at an organization now that's desperate to win, right? And so I think when when now the Raiders are a and little win bit right different now, story. By the way. Yeah, oh yeah, the the yeah there's the, the sands running through the hourglass quickly on this mm-hmm. one. But with the with the Steelers, yeah, Mike Tomlin didn't need to prove anything to anybody. The Steelers were fine. They they had their Super Bowl ring, you know, so. Right. They didn't need him. Bill Belichick certainly, and I don't know who made that ultimate call, whether it was Belichick or Kraft like or whoever. It was it was.
0: Brady, but Belichick was fine with it.
1: But everybody was every no as far as getting rid of him in, oh, in right. New England. Well, he's so, a
0: free agent, so
1: yeah. I mean, but I mean, they cut him after one game. You remember he came, he played. There Are you talking
0: about Tony, oh, Antonio? Yes. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. Yeah, Antonio Brown. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I um, don't know who made that decision. So that's
1: so, what so I'm saying. Now you got a team here in Tampa Bay, whereas it's, th- it's not Belichick, it's not Tom, and they got they got a guy to and an organization that wants to win now. So again, they're going to put up with a little bit more. I don't I don't know what happened, Rick. I don't know what happened down there in that situation. I don't know even if you believe everything the way it happened, is it enough to warrant you know we're not going to have anything to do with this guy anymore because right. of that? I don't, I don't know. I I'm sure a lot of things go on with a lot of players that we never even find out about mm-hmm. uh, that are incidents similar to this. Maybe not. I don't know. Maybe I'm giving uh, a bad name to, to people who don't deserve it. But I, I think a lot of stuff goes on that we we never hear about. And, um, again, you, you mentioned it, Rick, that they can – he brings something to this team. And if you can mm-hmm. look at yourself in the mirror, <laughs> then as I'm sure the Bucks do, they're okay with this.
0: No, you know? they they have no trouble shaving, I can tell you that. <laughs> um, I'm not sure who you are anymore, but I, well,
1: I, you know, this, I think here, you're going to
0: zig and then you zag. Here's, here's the funny thing, you Rick, did, and, you know? and
1: I, and I, I got to be really careful how I just, how I sort of present this whole thing because I don't want to, I don't want to look like I'm accusing anybody or defending anybody or saying he should be here, he shouldn't be here, but when when race is involved, I think it gets a little more complicated, you know? Right. And you know, we no one has thing- said
0: that other than what he what he called one woman, though. No one has said you're right. No, I get you're that. making a bit of a supposition there.
1: Maybe, maybe. But it's um, but I can, you know, again, I'm, I'm not black. I don't know what it's like to live in a to be black and live in an all white neighborhood or or a mostly white neighborhood.
0: And, right.
1: And to and maybe face the things that Antonio Brown did over his career. Again, he may be a horse's ass here. It may be it may be his fault. All this. Right. He's just out, out of control. Uh, anger issues. Has out of control anger issues, which he's shown to have in the past. And look, you can't get along with Mike Tomlin. You can't get along with John Gruden. Well, can't get along with Bill Belichick. You can't. You can't. You can't play for the Steelers or the Patriots. You know.
0: Well, he's got a list of things that he has said, both on Instagram and in, in, in you know, um, you know, taking recordings of people and you know. I mean, John Romano wrote a column about this and he kind of laid out all the things that it's that in in it's isolated. Each one you can, you know, rationalize away here or there or um, sort of even what you're saying, which which may be entirely true. But there always seems to be that. Yeah, but what if you know what I mean? And at the end of the day, it's the same dude. You know what I mean? So right. no, right. But the Bucks made it. a calculus, and they'll live with it. And they they think he's going to help their team. They're here to win. Tom Brady wanted him, so Jason like got him. And if they're not, you know, seven and three, maybe he's still not here. I don't know. Um, but he's got ten catches for a hundred yards in two games, and and he's going to probably do more and more. Um, but it was it's interesting that um, you know they're they're willing to ride it out, and I don't think the league is is. From what I understand, like, they look at things like this, but I don't think they're bent out of shape about it. I don't think he's going to get in any trouble with the league about this. I think they're aware of it. Um, I could be wrong about that. But, hey, we'll find out how it all comes out and, uh, you know, see if he can make it through the season. What do you got coming up on uh, pointer.org? We we still uh, haven't called the election That's entirely. Over. The election's
1: over. You know what? I, and I hate to end it on a downer, Rick. It's like this, this COVID thing is just – it's, it dominates everything. It dominates the everything. Well, it's our I whole read. world. Whether yeah, you're I mean, talking about economy,
0: politics, any of it. yeah, and now the biggest problem we have
1: two hundred fifty thousand deaths in this country. Drumming. I saw
0: you tweet that out. That that's a big number. You I've done it out.
1: every. You know what? I, I did it a hundred thousand, then one hundred fifty, then two hundred, and two hundred. Now it's two hundred. And how quickly
0: did we get from a hundred to two, quickly. and two to two hundred fifty?
1: Well, a lot. I tell you, we got a lot quicker from two hundred to two hundred fifty than we did from like one hundred. And they're talking
0: about a possibility of two thousand a day yeah
1: no I it's mean, it's it's there are numbers that you can't even fathom and somebody said i think it was uh uh sanjay gupta you know on cnn mm-hmm. who said this th- this is a virus that has killed two hundred thousand people a quarter of a million people in this country we never heard of, a year ago we never heard of it you know think 11 months that. ago 10, 10 months ago we'd never heard of it really here
0: yeah it's it's the biggest event in a 100 years yeah, You know, that has affected the world outside of a war, right? Right.
1: I mean, I, years, I think you go I... Back to I,
0: 1918 flu, basically, Spanish flu.
1: Right. And I, you know, I, I saw a, uh, saw something earlier today. I actually, um, I put it in my newsletter and I'm I'm actually calling it up because CNN had had, had a, um, it was an unbelievable stat, really, uh, like troubling, but hold on as I scroll through it up. Is, I well, get to it, it, up, it is worry. in less than 10 months. COVID-19 has killed, has killed more people than strokes, suicides, and car crashes typically do in a full year combined. Jeez, Combined. So.
0: And there's a mental health aspect. Suicides oh. are way up. Suicides people, are way up. Yeah. People that, um, you know, are, are half fatigue over this thing, you know, and, they want to get out. They want their lives back. They're going to do things. And that doesn't help the process, obviously, if they're out trying to live their life as if there is no pandemic. Well, part. I was
1: thinking, you know, we we started this podcast by saying, I asked you, like, what was the last thing you did right before? Yeah. And uh, and I remember earlier, like, w- when Italy started shutting down and somebody mentioned to me, like, one of our buddies, uh, Rodney Page, one of our buddies, and he's, he said, hey, they're, they're talking about closing bars and restaurants and stuff. I'm like, where? He's like, here. <laughs> I'm like, there's no way that'll happen. That'll never happen. He's like, what? I go, come on, and I and I probably had the attitude that a lot of people had, yeah, which was a bad attitude. That was like, that'll never happen here. They're not going to shut bars down, right? You know what could she? And then I remember going out that Friday night. I think it was might have been the day after the Rudy Gobert, you know, the Utah Jazz thing when the NBA shut down. And I went out with Joe Smith from the Athletic and Dirk Shad, photographer from um, the Times. And ended up in a bar in downtown St. Pete in a pretty crowded bar watching a band and people were, you know, dancing and jumping around and bumping in you, and It was amazing how many people were jammed into this place. And I remember waking up like the next day or two days later. and I'm like, what were we thinking? Like we had no idea at the time. It wasn't like, yeah. oh, we you know, it was like, oh, it was it was running rampant. Right. You know? Right. But now I look back at it now. It's like, oh, my gosh, I can't believe we did that. You know, yeah,
0: no, a lot of th- you get perspective on a lot of things and um, including, you know, just the whole the diseases and the sanitation or lack of sanitation we all practiced in the past. You know, well, you I mean? and like, I
1: came to a decision, by the way, the other day that and you this was your idea that when this says over, we should still continue wearing masks. Right.
0: I mean, I'm go- I, I might do it, particularly like in places like uh, an airplane Mm -hmm. Um, you know, or closed spaces where, you know, I'm going to be around people. And I mean, I might, I, it, here's the thing to me now wearing a mask in the beginning, it was really problematic for me. Now it's like a wristwatch. I don't know what's on my, I don't know what's on,
1: but don't you think, I mean, you think most people just look better. If we oh, you're going up, that. You're
0: going that way.
1: <laughs> yeah, well, that's what we were talking oh, about. Oh, oh,
0: okay. I uh, see. I took it. I took it seriously. Well, but I'm you're taking it seriously. No, I'm i made it seriously
1: day. too, and also, but I mean, I about. actually
0: do think it's fascinating to. I I miss seeing people's faces. I mean, I don't know if you're like this, but I do kind of miss seeing people's faces. <laughs> I do miss the, but not everybody's face.
1: What, like this, like if you, if you almost bump into somebody and you sort of give them and you, a smile, you, you like, know hey, them, like, you, yeah, or, I mean, or, or yeah, or like if you're in a supermarket or whatever and you you see somebody and you're both sort of going for the same when you same direction, you sort of give us a little smile like, hey, sorry, yeah, like, but that's but like, like I can't tell if people are muttering underneath their breath at me, swearing at me. Well, that's the same high. And, you know? and
0: the thing is, is that. Um, I've always lived in my own head, so I'm very oblivious to people, as you know, Tom. Like, you can walk by me, knock me over, and they'll go, you know who that was? You didn't, you, didn't even, you walked right by me. And that's just kind of who I am, and people think I'm just being rude, which I can be rude. Don't get me wrong. No, that's but, who you are. But, like, the other day, um, you know, somebody said hi to me. <laughs> said hi to me, colleague. <laughs> I never even saw them. And if I did, it was because I didn't recognize them anyway because they were wearing a mask. Right. They were, like, waving, you know? And I didn't pay any attention. And then it was like, you know, we were waving at you, right? Like, I was like, I oh, know, didn't, mm, never registered. Well, it was funny.
1: Ne- I, so I was at a supermarket. This was probably a couple of months ago. And I, and I saw somebody that I thought I knew. Somebody who used to work at the Times.
0: That can happen.
1: And I said, uh, hey, are you nice. Kathy? Right. And she said, no, I'm sorry. She goes, I could be. And I, I guess it was kind of flirty. That's, kind of, she said that's yeah, that's that's kind of flattering it could be. actually. Yeah, and this but, is how or this is, or it
0: was a business proposition. Yeah, well, <laughs> there that? there
1: was that too. <laughs> but I was now this is going to sound totally rude on my part, but now I've already <laughs> stepped in it anyway. But I was like, she, when she said I could be, I'm like, well, I don't know. You got a mask on. I can't. <laughs> I don't yeah, know what's right. under your mask. You know
0: exactly. But, yeah, that's probably not a good thing. Um, but I think
1: it's gonna be good. I think I yeah, I think I'm gonna to continue to wear a mask afterwards, you know. Right. Just I think it's a good idea for everybody to do it. It's healthier. You don't you don't have to worry about bad breath, you know. Well yeah. I think
0: or you, and you won't have to wear your lipstick, which would be good. <laughs> <Because> <laughs> there you there's go. no need for it anymore. Or maybe you can wear your lipstick and nobody don't that's know. Right. So exactly. <laughs> you go either way. <laughs> hey, he's Tom Jones. Check him out on pointer.org. That's P-O-I-N-T-E-R.org. And uh, he'll be quarantining for the next few days. But yes. uh, hope you stay healthy, man. Thanks, man. No symptoms yet. You feel good? Everything's I feel good? I
1: good. I'm good. I'm good. I'm
0: good. All right. Well, that's <laughs> the good news. So we'll talk to you later. All right. Have a good one. Thanks, night. Tommy. All right, my thanks to Tom Jones. Always great to catch up with him. Tomorrow, of course, we'll have uh, Matt Baker of the Tampa Bay Times to do our preview of the college football weekend ahead, which is always good. And then, of course, uh, before you know it, it'll be uh, the Monday night game against the Bucks and the Los Angeles Rams. So appreciate you guys listening. For Steve Versnick, I'm Rick Stroud of the Tampa Bay Times. Have a great day, everybody.